The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Big news in New York yesterday. The sudden announcement, which was not at all surprising given some of the stories that we heard this weekend, that the commissioner of the NYPD, Keechan Sewell, was resigning. And it was reported over the weekend in an exclusive story by the New York Post that the commissioner was essentially powerless to make most moves at the NYPD without approval from the Adams administration. Historically, New York police commissioners have been able to promote detectives to higher grades or turn cops into detectives for meritorious service. But such personnel matters are now made at the discretion of the mayor. One source telling the Post they tied her up. There's no executive choice on her behalf. If a cop distinguishes himself and she wants to promote him, she can't do it. I think this is a real shame, but it was totally predictable. It's a shame because Commissioner Sewell was a cop's cop. She understood the department. She understood policing. She understood the role of police in the community. She understood the importance of defending the rank and file, and she was very much respected by the rank and file. But basically, after Eric Adams got elected and after he made Philip Banks, the deputy mayor for public safety, everyone in the world, including myself, said, well, the police commissioner is just going to be a figurehead. It's going to be Adams and Banks that are basically going to be the police commissioner. Now, that's no way to run an agency, and I don't think it's been very effective, but how could she have not known that was the deal going in? Here's uh, some audio of Mayor Adams refusing to answer questions from a New York Post reporter on this subject yesterday. Mr. Mayor, I'm wondering if you were surprised by the police commissioners. Excuse me, please. Charles, come on. You, let, let me walk with the mayor, please. Mr. Mayor, were you surprised by the commissioner's resignation today? Did you have a heads up beforehand? We're not answering questions. Thank you for asking. We're not answering questions. What do you make of those reports, though? You're welcome to read it. That she was... That certain... Who is going to replace her? Who would you like to have replace her? Getting in the car. You can read the statement and put it in your story. Were you surprised, though, Mr. Mayor, by her resignation? Were you anticipating this? I mean, you talk about an attitude that's so dismissive. My goodness. Would it have killed him to talk with her for 40 seconds and say, yes, he was surprised or no, he wasn't? I don't know. Beam me up! To be continued. Other side of midnight. Local spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Thanks for listening to me. The state legislature in New York so rarely listens to anything that I say. I don't even know why, on the one hand, I bother continuing to rail against all of the awful things that they're doing. But then I do feel something of an obligation to at least tell you about them in case you're not fully aware of exactly what's going on. In the final days of the legislative session in Albany last week, 
The state Senate passed a bill that would expand health care access to hundreds of thousands of low-income New Yorkers, regardless of their immigration status. But the state assembly ran out of time and adjourned without taking up the bill and now faces pressure to approve it in a yet-to-be-scheduled special session in the coming weeks. I am sure they are going to approve this because, after all, it's only money. It's not It's not their money. It's our money. And apparently the taxpayers have an endless pool of money to supply on whatever the state legislature wants. But this is such a poorly considered bill. What this would amount to is essentially giving Medicaid federal and state subsidized health insurance to illegal aliens. Now, if an illegal alien or an asylum seeker, someone that's not in the country legally, knows that if they have a choice of going to New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Florida, Pennsylvania, wherever, and only one of those states is going to give them free health care, what state do you think they're going to go to? Well, of course they're going to come to New York. If this passes, this is going to make the current migrant crisis, which Eric Adams is railing against all the time, saying we don't have the money, we don't have the resources, we don't have the housing to deal with all these people that are here now. This is going to make this current crisis look like tiddlywinks. If this passes, this is going to be a magnet for illegal aliens to come to New York from all over the world, even more than they already do. I recognize how much New York's economy is dependent on illegal alien labor to some extent. This would tip the scales exponentially. We'd be forced to pay for their health care on the front end, and on the back end, we'd be forced to pay for the housing, education, infrastructure needs, and who knows what else for people that will be coming here solely because of this. So I have absolutely no confidence that the State Assembly will do the right thing. I just hope they do. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. One quick announcement. I'll be on the Sid Rosenberg show at 640 this morning. So please tune in, particularly if you don't usually listen to Sid's show. Make sure that you do today because I'm going to be on. I think we're going to be talking about the presidential race and who knows what else. Well, have you heard about this? It will soon be mandatory for New Yorkers to compost their food scraps. This has been a plan that has been in the making for a long time. But uh, sure enough, household across New York City will soon be required to compost their food scraps under a long-awaited city council bill that passed Thursday with a veto-proof supermajority. And look, I recognize the importance of composting and how much food scraps are causing our landfills to be overrun with materials that uh, they really shouldn't be. And look, we don't have any landfills in the New York City area anymore, so we have to pay to ship them to places like West Virginia. I have a rather simple question, though, is how could they possibly enforce this? Let's say you throw your apple core or your eggshells into your standard garbage rather than a third composting bin, because remember, you're going to have regular trash, you're going to have recycling, and now a composting bin. How are they going to know that there are materials in there that are supposed to be composted? And then if they don't know, how do they find you? Are they going to have special 
compost-sniffing dogs sniffing around the main trash can to see if you've snuck uh, an eggshell or something in there? I don't know. I wonder about the logistics of this. I hope it works out. And uh, I hope it leads to less trash being produced because we do have a garbage crisis, not just in New York, not just in the country, but in the whole world. And if composting can be part of the solution, I'm all for it. I just wonder how this is possibly going to be enforced or worked out. We'll see. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Most New Yorkers realized on Tuesday that there was clearly something bad going on with the city's air quality. By the early evening, you could see a sky that looked orange. And by 10 p.m., New York's air quality reached 218, a dangerous level that poses risks to children, those with asthma, those with heart conditions. And the response by Mayor Eric Adams and other city officials to the conditions brought on by smoke from the Canadian wildfires struck some elected officials as too little too late. And it's raised questions about how prepared New York City is for what experts say will become an increasingly common phenomenon due to climate change and perhaps other factors as well. Council member Lincoln Ressler was very critical. The public advocate Jamani Williams was somewhat critical. I am sure that uh, the city controller Brad Lander, who's critical of everything Mayor Adams does, was critical. Jessica Ramos, a state senator who represents a portion of Queens known as Asthma Alley, expressed frustration with the mayor's response. She said the briefing left many questions unanswered. I do have to say, and I've been critical of the mayor just in this program, uh, I think he's done many things wrong, and I've had no qualms about saying so. But what were they supposed to do? There's a giant plume of smoke coming from Canada. What are they supposed to do? Set up a giant dome like in the Simpsons movie to keep us safe from the smoke? Come on. And I think to some extent, Mayor Eric Adams reflected that attitude when he was asked about this the other day. Hey, the meteor fell to the planet Earth. Y'all didn't have a plan for that? I must say, as critical as I've been of Mayor Adams, I got a big kick out of that response. I think the criticism of the city's response on this one is a little unfair. Beam me up! To be continued.